Yud up to Simon Tov Lamed, chapter 430, and we're learning, this is Minhag Shabbos Hagodl, the tradition for the Big Shabbos. The Shabbos is called Big, and it has three sections, just before Pesach. Oh, Actually, we're Pesach now, we finished for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, went, we went ahead. I'm going to have to do a redo. Yeah, we went ahead. Okay. So, again, so Simon Toflamet, Minak Shabbos Agodl, the tradition of the great Shabbos, Now, why would a Shabbos be called a great Shabbos or a big Shabbos? What makes that Shabbos bigger than any other Shabbos? They're all great. They're all great. They're all big, you know, especially in the summertime. The Shabbos is many hours, you know, I mean, it's actually the same hours, but it seems longer because you got a lot of daytime in it. Maybe yeah. because it was going to be a, a nation-changing time in the Jewish people's life. Well, okay, so let's not, we're not going to keep you guessing. Not going to keep you not going to keep you guessing. But there's a reason to call the reason it's called the Shabbos Hagodol is because a great miracle took place. It's a Nez Gadol, like you have on the uh, dreidel. It says Nun Gimel. Yeah, you have Nez Gadol Hayasham. A Nez Gadol, there was a great Nes, because it was a great Nes, a great miracle. Exodus from Egypt. Well, that wouldn't be Shabbat, that would be Passover, that's what we have right. Shabbos. So what about, uh, but you're getting close, you're warm, you know, the, you're getting close. Uh, yeah, a great miracle took place. What is a great miracle? Okay, so let's read inside, instead of keeping us guessing, let's read inside. So in section, uh, subsection one, see if Aleph, Shabbos shalifnei ha-Pesach koyinin oisoy Shabbos ha-Godl. The Shabbos that precedes Pesach, we call it the big Shabbos. Lifi shenaseboi neis gadol, because in it a great miracle took place. What is the miracle that took place over there? By the way, for some other traditions actually call the Shabbos before Shavuos or other Shabbos, they also call it uh, Shabbos ha-Godl. So this is what happened. The Passover that took place in Egypt, that started from the command of Hashem that you shall take on the 10th of the month. This did not continue in the future generation. That was only for that time, for the first time. They started their Passover sort of preparation starting with the 10th by taking on the 10th of the month. What did they take on the 10th of the month? So we're going to read in the verse. The verse says, That is in Shemois, in Perikut Beis, Pasuk Gimel, the Torah tells them that each family should take a sheep, a sheep per family, and what they, etc. Then the Torah tells them they were supposed to inspect the sheep for the four days, and on the fifth day, they were supposed to bring the carbon Pesach, the Pesach offering. That time, that tenth day in that year, that was on a Shabbos. How do we know that that was on a Shabbos? We know that day, tenth day was on Shabbos. Because we know We know the Jews left Egypt on Thursday. If they left on Thursday, so you got to go back five days, then you're going to have Shabbos. So that's why you have uh, 
Shabbos is Yud, actually six, the sixth day. So you go back Yud uh, till the 15th, is the sixth day is going to be Pesach. So if Pesach was on Thursday, then the 10th, which is the 15th, was on Thursday, then the 10th had to be what? On Shabbos. Now you're going to ask me, well, who says that they went out on Thursday? So now you know. Yeah, we didn't have Thursday. Now you know. Now how do we know that they went out on a Thursday? So he says, That was already elaborated. The uh, uh, Alter Rebbe explained this in uh, section 494. Over there he explained the proof, the evidence that the Jewish people left Egypt was on a Thursday. He doesn't gonna, he's not going to repeat it over here. Just to tell you that the 15th of Nisan, which was Passover, was on a Thursday. And the Kivon, Nisan, If the 15th day of Nisan is on the Thursday, the fifth day of the week, which is on the Thursday, so then we know that the 10th day of Nisan was on Shabbos. Okay, so now we've established, I'm going to list you one second, but we have established the day that the Jewish people started with their preparation for the Pesach holiday. What is your question? They didn't have days, that, they didn't have Thursday, but it was... From the time of creation. From Shabbos. They won day but two, day three. From Shabbat, that's how they yeah, count the days? Yeah, yeah, but it was still seven days a week. But they didn't right. celebrate Shabbat. Then. Yeah, they did already. In the did already? Uh, first of all, uh, it was already after the not when they gave not at not at Passover, but the 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 days have been already determined from the days that the time the world was right. created. So there was nighttime and daytime that right. made up So we have one day. So, but they did have the cycle, even though they didn't. But the cycle, but they didn't celebrate still were, Shabbat, the, right? Yeah, but it was they didn't celebrate Shabbat. But the um, uh, Shabbat was given to them after Pesach, actually before the Torah was given in Mora. There's various different uh, uh, times or how, exactly how many, which of the laws, some of the laws were given to them at that time. But I thought it said God rested on the seventh day of Rashid. That's absolutely that Shabbat, right. That Shabbat. But the question is, that's God's resting day, absolutely. And not only that, the whole Vayichulu Hashemayim that we do, the Kiddush, is all right there. But he was talking about the celebration of Shabbat by the people. That was around. That was started after they left Egypt when the Jewish people left. Now, we know that the forefathers, they kept the Torah, so presumably this was also acknowledged even beforehand, because the Torah was observed and known beforehand, but the actual obligation of this practice only began after uh, they left Egypt and they became what the Torah was given to them. So what happens, so now we know they took, now we've established one thing, that the uh, Shabbos, uh, that the 10th day of that month when they were instructed to take the sheep happened to be on Shabbos. So what happened when they took the sheep? When the Jewish people took their paschal, their paschal offerings, that is the animal, on that Shabbos, the firstborn of the nations of the world gathered. 
Now he says the nations of the world because we know that in Egypt there was a melting pot as well. There were other people there from other nations of the world. And we also know that the decree of the firstborn did not apply only to the Egyptian. If there were other nations of the world within Egypt, they too would be smitten. They were warned by Moshe Rabbeinu that they would be killed. So all the nations of the world gathered Eitzel Yisrael to the Jewish people, Vishalum, and they asked him the question, why are you doing it? Now why did only the firstborn gather? Apparently they had an inkling. Moshe Rabbeinu has already told the Jewish people that Hashem is going to bring one more plague and then he's going to send them away, that he's going to kill the firstborn. So apparently they had some clue that that was going to take place. But yet, they probably gathered, they wanted to ask him, he said, Why are you doing so? Why are you taking this Paschal? What is it that you're doing? So the Jews responded to the Egyptian, This is a Pasach for God. Pesach means for God, that Pesach, God will jump over, because Pesach, because when God went and smit all the firstborn, he killed the Egyptians, the nations of the world, but he jumped over. So, Pesach Hul Hashem, Sheyadeg B'choyrei Mitzrayim. Why is it called the Pesach Hashem? He is going to kill the firstborn of the Egyptians. So, Holcho B'choyreiem, Eitzel Amisayim. So the firstborn, the Bechor, they went to their fathers. Bel Pare, and they went to Pare. Levakish Mehem to ask from them, Israel, that they should send the Jewish people out. But Velayrotsu, they didn't know, they didn't want to, they didn't want to say, they didn't agree. So Velasu Abhairis Imahem Milchama. So Velayrotsu, they didn't want to send them out, they didn't agree. So of course the firstborn were more worried because they were the ones that are gonna get smitten. So they were worried, so they were asking. Because remember, all the other times they got a little beaten, the animal, this, that, but nothing actually hurt them themselves. They did the field, the fruits, you know, but there was no, not, no plague really against the people. They got boils, they got, but nothing really uh, killed them. So now it's going taking it a step further. So, but the, the, the firstborn didn't take no for an answer because they were worried. So, so the firstborn may wage the war against the other Egyptians, against their fathers, against Pad, they waged the war. And they killed many of them. Now, it seems in the little from the language here, they killed a lot of whom? Uh, a lot of firstborn. Of, no, the firstborn weren't killed by them. The firstborn killed a lot of the Egyptians for not letting them go. They waged the war against them. So they were going to take care of, they were going to be dying anyway, so they didn't have a problem. They were gonna, but they made one of the other ones. It says, This is the verse that you say, we do it in the Dabning, from the Tehillim. We do it in the Tehillim in chapter Kuflam Edvav, chapter 136, verse 10. Over there it says, The verse says, We're giving praise to God, the one who caused that the Egyptians should be smitten by their own firstborn. Okay, so now we know something very uh, miraculous took place. What's the great miracle that took place over here? The, first, the Egyptians are beating up on their, on their own. So 
Now, that didn't help the Jewish people, in a sense. I'm saying the Rebbe discusses this in one of his talks. He said it didn't really help the Jewish people because, okay, they killed some of them. So why is it such a great miracle? What's the great miracle? But just conceptually speaking, having the firstborn, which represent the strength and the prime of the Egyptians, taking the Jewish side and having them go, that's sort of showing that the Jews are already making some progress over here, uh, breaking them in. So that is the great miracle that is actually taking place to have them. Many times, you know, when you have, uh, sometimes, you know, when you have the enemies of Israel fighting each other, we say, let them kill each other. (laughs) So they leave the Jew alone, so they won't bother us. Now, very important thing. So when the Kavu Nezzeh Lizikorin Ledoides B'Shabbos, so they set up that this miracle should be remembered on Shabbos. For generations, it should be remembered on Shabbos. And the Karu Shabbos Agodl, and they called it the Great Shabbos to remind us. So every time when you say Shabbos Agodl, you're going to think, oh, there's a great miracle that took place. What's it, the Egyptians killing their own? The firstborn killing their own. Killing their own, yeah. So now you can ask me a question which the Alter Rebbe addresses now. This is really strange because any time when we commemorate an event like the Exodus of Egypt take for example we never look which day of the week it was. We don't commemorate Passover on Thursday. We commemorate Passover on the day of the month. Whichever day it comes out. It's always on the 15th of Nisan whatever happens to fall out. How come we didn't set this up on the 10th of the month? So, which was the, really we're celebrating the 10th of the month, but rather we moved it to the Shabbos and we set the Shabbos before Passover. So every Shabbos before Passover, but the Shabbos before Passover is sometimes the 10th. Right, sometimes it's, it's another date. Right. So why don't make it on the date? Why did they not just set it up the 10th of the month whether it comes the 10th on Shabbos when the Shabbos comes on the weekday because sometimes it does come on Shabbos but why didn't they just say the 10th of the month whether it's Shabbos or not just like all festivals have been established that you do it by the day of the month and that's it why do we go say like the Shabbos before Pesach instead of going by the weekday and the answer is on the 10th day of Nisan is Miriam's passing. Miriam passed away. Miriam, Moshe Rabbeinu's sister, the great prophetess and the one who led the Jewish woman uh, in the song afterwards and the, uh, the Torah records after the Red Sea. Yeah. Torah records a lot about her greatness and the special her special care that she took for Moshe Rabbeinu being born, etc. And she was also one that involved, together with her mother, helping the children uh, that were born in Egypt under slavery. But anyway, she she was in her merit. We had the well of water, was with Chus of Miriam. So because of that, she passed away on the 10th day of Nisan. Was she involved in the golden calf? No, actually her son, Chur, was killed because that was her son. She was married and he was killed by the Jews and that's why Aaron, it says, was afraid because he saw what they did to Miriam's son. He said they killed him because he refused. Because when Moshe Rabbeinu actually went up to the mountain, 
he told the Jewish people, I'm leaving you, Aaron, my brother, sure. and I'm leaving you, Chur. Also, Chur was his sister's son. That was Miriam's son. And the Jews killed Chur. So, so Miriam didn't do the... She wasn't involved. No, well, not only that, they killed her son. Right. So, um... Well, Aaron was there. Aaron did it reluctantly, and you know he didn't. Uh, he didn't really want to do it, but he did it, and you know, he, as as we know the story. But right now, uh, on the tenth of Nisan, she died. Now we know when Sadiqim died. Just like sometimes we know by your sight, by a parent's death, we make a fast day. It's a special day. It's a day of reflection, fasting, just like we during the Tiny Esther. Uh, Tiny Esther is a day when you do teshuva, you reflect on the day of uh, your sight. Tiny Sadikim also, the day that Sadikim, it's an auspicious time. People fast. So So when it's a weekday, they had set up a fast day. So it turns out that you couldn't celebrate really the great miracle. On a fast day is not an appropriate time to set up a, uh, a miracle. So therefore, now if you think about it. People at, bring food. Huh? Don't people bring food on your site? Uh, after they bring it to the shul, maybe to make a little uh, l'chaim, right? So he says, when it's on the weekday, um, they set it up as a fast day. Now, um, because of that, um, when did it happen? I'll think about it. Um, it turns out, really, the Shabbos Hagodl was first, right? Because the Shabbos Hagodl happened before Pesach. before Pesach. Because why? No, it was because Shabbos HaGadol was before the miracle for the exodus of Egypt. But Miriam was with them for 40 years until in the desert. So Miriam was there with them for, for a while longer. So it comes out that Shabbos HaGadol was instituted first, it would seem. So before if they made it before Miriam passed away. Right. So if they would set it on the 10th day, it turns out that once Miriam passed away, they changed the way they set it up. Because up to that time, to celebrate this great miracle, if they did it then, they could have done it on the whether it's a weekday, because Miriam hasn't passed away. It only changed once Miriam passed away. Or, maybe this whole thing was only done later. They didn't have uh, this set up to remember that at that time. Maybe because it was still fresh in the memory of the people there. I know the Rebbe discusses this in a secret somewhere. I have to Godel, can that be the same Shabbos and Pesach starts that night? Or does it have to be the one before? It could be that night, no. That you're absolutely that right. Yes. Yeah. If Pesach comes out on Sunday, then the Shabbos HaGadol will be the for proceeding. Oh, it will be the day. Yes. But why do you celebrate? It the happens first? rarely, but it did happen two it years happened ago. happened a couple of years ago, yeah. yeah. Why would we celebrate the firstborn killing their family and whatever. I, I understand why, because we're happy that they finally believe that God is so great that they're going to be killed. Oh, yeah. But during the Passover Seder, we dip our finger in the wine and, and for every plague, and we remember that God's children, the Egyptians, were also killed in the chariots crossing the sea. So again, this, this dipping, what you're mentioning is, you know, in different customs. In, in, in Chabad, we don't dip our finger. We actually yeah. do, we do, we do we pour for the cup. Part of the we don't do it. But okay, but that's you know, but that's uh, 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 another another part of it. But here we're just remembering, just as the real crack taking place. It's not so much the death that we're not celebrating, but we're celebrating that, like I said, that the firstborn are already uh, allowing them to go out. Yeah. I know you gotta go.
No, I just want to finish so this. Miriam we have two more sections here. Yeah. Died on another day, but they moved later back on to Shabbat. No, no. On the contrary, Miriam. So they made a fast day. On the tenth day of Nisan is a fast day. They set up, right. which also go flies in the face that we said before. We don't fast on because we have a minhag. This is already right. by. This was earlier. Then later on, the tradition is not to fast. I'm not sure, though some people who go by this tradition will fast on the 10th of Nisan. When he spoke about before not fasting in the month of Nisan, right. he didn't mention any exceptions. Right. He didn't say that some do fast on the 10th of Nisan. Neither did he say about the fast of the firstborn, as we're going yeah, to see on Arab Pesach. He didn't say that. He's going to say soon. He's going to say in a minute. He's going to say soon. But... He didn't. He didn't talk about the uh, the 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 the, the, the uh, that fast. But apparently, these are fasts which are exceptions for those who do them. That doesn't go. We're talking about everything else besides these exception fasts. Now, the ordinary person that we know doesn't fast the fast of of of, of Miriam, so it doesn't really apply to us. But we're talking about why was it initially set up that this miracle should be celebrated the Shabbos before Pesach versus the 10th of the month because the 10th of the month when it's not Shabbos is already preoccupied. It's occupied with a fast. Not preoccupied, but it's been later on occupied with the fast of Miriam. It's not an appropriate time to make that uh, remembrance celebration. So therefore we moved it to Shabbos because it looks like on Shabbos we don't fast, so we didn't fast for Miriam either. Actually, even furthermore, I have to look back in the sources, but furthermore, it almost sounds like uh, that uh, the Shabbos, when the 10th of Shabbos, is since we did not celebrate, uh, that was the only Shabbos that we could do the Shabbos Agadol, because we didn't want to interfere because we're fasting for Miriam. So the only one we could do is Shabbos. So we said already, okay, let it always be on Shabbos, and the Shabbos before is going to be the time that we're going to remember. So we do fast on the 10th? Or we do? We, the ordinary person doesn't. Right, I right. can't say we, but there is right. something about fast. They set so it some up. Some people do. Maybe there are people. I'm not right. sure exactly. I can't answer you. That well, I'm not doesn't. sure. On a regular basis, no. If you want to say maybe did the Rebbe fast, maybe. I'm not sure. I have to look it up. I'm not sure. Not, not that I know of, but, right. you know, it's not clear. But we have to look those up. But there is, this is merely academics, as far as we're concerned right now, it's academics just to explain to us why the uh, celebration of this great miracle, this Nez Gadol, was put on the Shabbos HaGadol so that not to interfere. interfere with the fast which was set up for Miriam. Whether we actually fast over there, that's another issue. I don't, I'm not aware of that. Halacha Beis, Zegzdu. He says like this, Nayagim bimdinas Elu. There is a custom in these countries. Again, a lot of halachas is mostly Ashkenaz versus Sfarad, or the, or the Rebbe, Alter Rebbe quoting the previous, it says, but in our communities is Shabbos HaGodl B'Mincha Ein Oimrim Borchi Nafshi that in Shabbos HaGodl during Mincha we do not say Borchi Nafshi. Actually, we don't say Borchi Nafshi at all. It's not in our sitter. But in those people that um, say by Mincha, Baruch Nafshi, but on the Shabbos HaGadol, we don't say that prayer. Now it doesn't, he ref- references over there to a different uh, halacha, uh, but we need to look that up. But in any event, on the Shabbos HaGadol, they don't say that. 
Now, this thing of Avodim Hayinu, this is something which. It's in the Haggadah. We do the Haggadah. That's the whole piece of the Haggadah which starts. The Haggadah starts with the Manishtana, with the Helachmanya, with other things, with Kiddush. But the actual piece when we start discussing that starts from Avodim Hayinu. So we do the section of Avodim Hayinu. And we do it until Lachaper Akolam and Nisenu. That's in our tradition. That's after the Dayenus, after Alachas Kama Kama. That's the section we do on Shabbos Agodl. And the reason why is that the tradition? Because on this great Shabbos was the beginning of the redemption and the miracles. Now, I'm thinking, what, what redemption, what miracle? Now, what does it mean on the Shabbos Agodl? He means, again, like we said before, the Shabbos that preceded Pesach. He doesn't mean, uh, because it could be any day of the month. So if it's the 12th of the month, let's say, so then uh, it was still the Shabbos beforehand, even though it's only three days in this case. Uh, but whatever the, whatever the day is, the Shabbos started. Now, uh, I would also think it seems like the Gul of the Nisim, the beginning of the Gul of the Nisim, would probably include the... Makas Bechorus would probably include the, the, the firstborn. That was part of the miracles, uh, the redemption and the miracles. And that's a great miracle for the Bechorim trying to kill each other. Now, I also, um, it, would sa- it would seem like uh, that when we uh, are trying to make a commemoration, maybe for the Nez Godel, how, how? Okay, it seemed like we just we call it Shabbos HaGodel. That is already. The commemoration. Do we do anything special on Shabbos Hagadol? Do we do anything special to commemorate that miracle? It seems like just the name Shabbos Hagadol is what makes the what gives it some uniqueness. Special Shabbat. Yeah, but this is extra. This is not part of it. Now one can say, well, we're also saying this extra piece already. So now we're saying a special prayer on the Shabbos Hagadol, which would coincide. He doesn't directly connect it. It, it, it doesn't say that this is the commemoration. This is in a separate section. One thing is to commemorate it by calling it Shabbos HaGodl. Uh, and another thing is that we do something to start for the miracles, which is independent. Whether Even if we were to celebrate it Shabbos HaGodl, it seems, uh, on, even if the, the great miracle on, a, on whatever, during the weekday, we would still say that the Shabbos started the miracles beforehand, even though usually we don't set things up on the Shabbos, again, we have the same issue, because he says on Shabbos the miracles begin, right. the miracles. But Shabbos is not a, an entity you, 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 usually to commemorate. We usually say, you usually don't say on Shabbos the miracles say, we would say on the 10th of the month it started. So here again he's saying on Shabbos, and again we're giving value to that Shabbos before him. But anyway, the Shabbos before Pesach, it already all started, and therefore, Vafilu Shabbos HaGodl, who are of Pesach. Even when Shabbos HaGodl is right, Eve of Pesach, like the question. So then you're going to say, Avodim Ayinu in the Agoda in a few minutes. Why bother saying it again? Still, Avodim Avodim Ayinu. When do you say that? In Shachar? Oh, by Mincha. Good question. So you asked the question, but we were saying, it said here before, by Mincha. You don't say Barchinavshi, he said, but you do say Avodim Ayinu. After we finish Mincha on Shabbos HaGadol, we do the Avodim One more Sif, and we're done with the Simen. Halacha Gimel. 
says like this, It is the tradition, again, in our communities, meaning there's other communities. Alter Rebbe says the community, the tradition is community. And in, in in they're quoting the codifiers before him. Is that when Shabbos HaGodl, that is Erev Pesach, like we were saying, that means that Pesach is on Sunday, Saturday night is the first Seder, so Shabbos is Erev Pesach, then you would read from the prophet Malachi, and you would read the section of Ve'orva. And the reason why do we read that, usually we find a Haftorah that is connected to the Parsha of the week. So, like, why don't we just read the Parsha of that week, whatever the Parsha is? Why are we reading something different, something else? Why don't we just read that Parsha? Because in this case, we're going to also read a Haftorah which connects to the happenings of that time. What it says like this is, In that section, it's written that the people brought their tithing to the storage, which means like this, that the people are obligated from the crops to give a tithe, to give truma, to give a tithing. Now, the people have to separate it from their grain before they can consume the rest of it. So before you separate that grain or that fruit, whatever you have to give a tithe, isn't permissible to be eaten yet. It's called tevel before you tithe. After you tithe it, then the rest of it becomes eaten. And the, if it's a tithe, you give some you give to the levy, some you give to the coin. And then, now those parts that you have separated don't belong to you, but you don't necessarily give it immediately away to the, uh, to the Kohen, or you don't give it away to the lady. Let's say you took grapes, and then you made wine, and you tithed it, and you have it in your cellar. You didn't give it away. The Torah requires you at a certain point that you have to give it. You can no longer hold on to the separation. It's like your separated part that you're going to give for tzedakah or give to the Kohen and the Levi. And there's a certain point that you have to bring it. In this section in Malachi, it says they brought the tithing to the base Oitzer. And he says, This is similar to what happens on Shabbos which is Erev Pesach, not Shabbos. Every Erev Pesach, why? Because he says, Erev Pesach, Huzman Habir. That on the eve of Passover is the time of removal, beer, the time that you have to remove all the tithing that you have in your house, that you have to give it away. The Heine. Which means, what does it mean, Erev Pesach? It doesn't mean every Erev Pesach. It's not Chometz, is it? No. Not Chometz. No, we're talking, I'm talking wine, wherever. Doesn't it? The Hainu, which is. The reason I'm saying wine, because other things, I'm not sure that they can last so many years and even stand it, because we'll see that we're talking about Shabbat Pesach Shalshon Ariviz, on the eve of Pesach of the fourth year. Fourth year is because just like the weekdays, there's a cycle of six days in Shabbos, the year is also, there is six years and a sabbatical year. In the Torah, each one of the six years, from the produce you have to give, is there some slight variations what you have to give to the, sometimes you have to give to the Levites, sometimes to the poor, sometimes 
you have certain things you give all the time. So on the eve of Pesach, Shoshana Revis, of the fourth year of the Shemitah cycle, Shabi Shemitah, which isn't a Shemitah, on the fourth year, Uba'erev Pesach Shoshana Shviz, as well as the eve of Pesach of the seventh year. So on the day before, it's basically on the 14th of Nisan of the fourth year cycle of the seven year, six, seven year cycle. And on the sixth year of the seven year cycle, before the, uh, uh, I'm not, the seventh year of the Pesach before this cycle. Which is in the Shemitah. Every person is obligated to remove from his house all the tithing that he has tithed from his grain. All the previous three years. So year one, year two, year three, I mean, you collected. Year four, you haven't had the chance. The food hasn't grown yet. You're, not, you're going to ask, going to cut it off. By Pesach, after Pesach, I was going to cut it off. We were talking about even Pesach. So, the four year you do, you separate what you took off one, two, three. That you do on the fourth year. And on the seventh year, you take off what you've taken off fourth, fifth, and sixth. And you have to take it. They were laying in your house. On this Arab Pesach, you have to bring to the lady's house. You can no longer hold out there. You must give it away to the lady. What does this have to do with um, Shabbat Oh, so when the Shabbat Hagodel is on the 14th of Nisan, we're going to read the Haftorah that comes. After the Parsha, we're not going to read the usual Haftorah. That always comes after that Parsha, but we're going to read from Malachi because over there it discusses by bringing it from your homes to the base of Otsar, to bringing the gifts to the place where they belong. And since that is the time in which people had to bring their tithing to the Levi's home, it's connected to that, and that's why at that point we read it. So it turns out that it seems like from what we said till now, that on the 14th day of the month of Nisan is the day in which the person was obligated to remove it from his house and bring it to the house of the Levi. All the tithing that he has had in the previous three years on the fourth year and on the seventh year from the previous years that preceded that. And that is connected and that's why we do that. Now we have one more problem. The question is over here uh, and the other address it in, 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 in a parenthesis over here. We are assuming right now, we're saying clearly that this took place on the 14th day of Nisan in, those, in the fourth and seventh year. That's what we're saying now. But there is actually a disagreement. Some say, Some say that it didn't take place on the eve of the first day of Pesach. When we say that it happened, that you have to take it out in the Pesach, it means that this took place before the last day of Pesach. 
Shal Pesach is the seventh day of Pesach. That's the 21st day of the month. So it turns out that that would be on the 20th day of the month. Would be Tazvav, Tazayin, Yuzayin, Yutches, Yutes, Chof, it would be Chofalov. So it turns out seventh day is the Chofalov. So Chof would be the day beforehand. So why would we be reading the, according to that opinion, why are we reading Mahav Torah about taking out? It's not even the right day. It's not even Erev Pesach of the first. It's not on the 14th of the month, but rather it's on the 20th day of the month. So why should we be reading it? So even though we have the Erbiyant of Achshu Pesach, Vechein he says that's actually the main ruling. I mean, it doesn't apply to us right now because we don't give the tithing, we don't have the labor, we don't have the purity. I mean, in Israel, they have a little bit what they do, but it doesn't really apply in these ways. In this, we don't have the practical application of this. But that is the aloha that one, if one did the tithing the way it's done today, I mean, there's a question whether it's Minatoro, it's with Rabbanon, you know, exactly. I'm not going to get into that now. We don't do it because there's no temple. No, it, it, it's, it's actually not necessarily connected necessarily to the temple. Uh, but the, 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 the question is, uh, do you need... I mean, there's, there's various different issues, but we don't hold on to it anyways. There's right. no point. There's no, uh, there's, no, uh, there's no practical... You know, there is what we do. If you do buy, you know, produce from Israel, you do have to be careful that they were handled properly because you can't just buy produce from Israel because you do need to separate... And if you don't know who the levy is for sure, you don't know who to give it to. So there's uh, ways you do it. You exchange it for money, and then you get rid of the money. There's, there's different piece, uh, parts of it with what we do today. But you can't just buy produce from Israel without knowing that it was taken care of in the proper way. But the point here is, that is actually the main opinion, says that we did it on Erev on the second day, which is on the 20th of the month. As said in your day, Simon Shin Lamad Aleph, but Kovach says, Still, he says, The custom has been sort of spread out according to the first opinion. He says, It's a little strange. He says, It's not really the halacha. We're doing it in the wrong day, really, it comes out. But this is the tradition. The tradition is to do it on Erev Pesach, even though that's not the halacha, there's another opinion. That's the way it's done. So only when Erev Pesach comes out, uh, when Shabbos comes out on Erev Pesach, then is when we do the Haftorah of Arva. Otherwise, you'll do the regular Haftorah from that but Shabbos. But the tithing, you're saying they do that in Israel? They still Yes, are, absolutely. But not here. If you get fruit from Israel, just like you get Jaffa oranges, right. or something, you got to make sure. Mostly, the Rabbanut, the people in Israel, do that. They take may take care, but you gotta, you got to know. But not here. I mean, this is not in Galut. No, we don't have to nice it. No, no, not ours. It's all about Israel. Only talk about Israeli. This, this is only for the fruit. Fruits and grain, grown so, things. So how do you know that the, the flour for the matzah was already was separate? Uh, it also has and actually haksher. And, you know, and the same thing you have, and the same thing you have, then you have the Israel, then you have the question of chadosh. That's a whole other thing is, of the new grain. We don't use it. Well, we'll leave it for another time. Yeah, I thought Shabbat, 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 I th